When it comes to saving big on tires, do the math at Big O Tires. Start by saving $100 instantly on sets of four Big O brand tires with paid installation purchase. Then receive an additional $50 by mail-in rebate on qualifying purchases using your Big O Tires credit card. Add it all up, and you can save as much as $150. The tires you need, the savings you want. Only at Big O Tires, the team you trust. Hurry, sale ends October 13th. For the location nearest you, go to BigOtires.com. We got beaten about every phase that you could get beat in this evening. So um, that's my responsibility to take care of business. Uh, with that, 11 penalties uh, against a good football team are going to hurt you. Turnovers are going to hurt you. Um, you know, you got to get the I got to get the bigs playing better on both both sides uh, on the offense, the defensive line. It starts there. Uh, when you win, it starts there. When you when you lose, it it starts there too. So. Um, it's early in the season. We got to go back and learn from this, and uh, and get ourselves a little bit healthy with some of these these injuries and get get rolling. Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the daily sports podcast of the Kansas City Star, presented by Big O Tires. It's Monday, October seventh. The Chiefs did something they haven't done all season. On Sunday, they lost the Indianapolis Colts, 19-13 at Arrowhead Stadium. Stunning, right? Those who cover the Chiefs for the star, including Herbie Teope, Sam McDowell, and columnist Sam Mellinger, join me, Blair Kirkhoff, in attempting to determine what happened. We chatted among ourselves and responded to questions and comments on Facebook Live earlier this morning. Thanks to Sportsbeat KC producers Kathy Liu and Leah Becerra and Facebook Live producer Beth Welsh for putting all of this together. And we'll be back on Tuesday with another edition of Sports Beat KC to talk sports in Kansas City. Welcome to Red Zone Extra on Facebook Live. I am Blair Kirkhoff here with Herbie Teope, Sam McDowell. We'll have some others drop by before the evening is over. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, they're still working on their stories, uh, Sam Mellinger and Vahe Gregorian. Stories about the Chiefs, 19-13 loss to the Indianapolis Colts. Here at Arrowhead Stadium, Sunday night football. Uh, guys, we saw something tonight that I didn't expect to see. Um, this was a, uh, the Chiefs came into this game as a 10-point favorite, maybe 10 and a half, and, uh, and led briefly, right, 10 to 7. But uh, the second half dominated by the Indianapolis Colts. Listen, I know you and the Chiefs fans out there not happy about this. So let's talk about it. Uh, give us, send us your comments, your questions, and we'll get to as many questions as we can throughout the show. Herbie, let's start with you and your your initial impression of this game. I will st- I'll, I'll start actually by saying the 13 points, the fewest scored by a Patrick Mahomes started Chiefs game by far. 26 had been the fewest, 13 tonight. But I think your interest lies on the other side of the ball. Yeah, my interest lies on defense. My goodness, the Chiefs could not stop the run. And I think this set a blueprint for other teams to try and stop Patrick Mahomes and company. Because if you play take away or keep away from Patrick Mahomes, he can't hurt you. One of the things if you notice here, there's a trend that's going on right now. And then when we say the Chiefs can't stop the run, the, the, the stats don't lie. It's this four straight games the team has rushed for 100-plus yards. They've given up a 100-yard rusher. Three straight games, Mark Ingram last week, on Johnson tonight, Marlon Mack, Marlon Mack. But 
the Chiefs have to be concerned that other teams are watching this. And, I, you know, I talked to a couple of the players after the game, Emmanuel Ogba, uh, Damian Wilson, uh, Tano Passano. <laughs> and also um, they're all saying, look, what happened tonight is what is on tape, okay? Teams will see this. It's on tape now. This is how you, you do it because other teams have tried it. But the Colts succeeded in keeping Patrick Mahomes and that potent offense in check because the Colts held the ball 33 minutes tonight. 33 minutes! And the Chiefs had it for like 22-45. Uh, check your stats, my friend. I believe it's it was 37. 37. 37 minutes. 37 minutes. It has to add up to 60, aren't we? I knew that. Hey, <laughs> math. Okay? That's why I'm a journalist. But... The bottom line is they held the ball with ball control offense, and they just basically out-physicaled the Chiefs. Listen, that was, yeah, 37 minutes of possession time for the Colts, but the percentage was even greater in the second half. I, I don't – how many possessions did the Chiefs have in the second half? A three, maybe? I, I don't know. It was, uh, it was a dominating – I thought the Colts' offensive line really took charge of the game in the second half. I know Marlon Mack was asked after the game about what if he thought that at what point did the uh, did the Colts impose their will on the Chiefs, and he said it was that eight-minute drive that ended in the field goal that made it sixteen to ten. Yeah, yeah. Did they just took the spirit. nine straight running plays on yes, that drive? Nine straight running plays. It, that, you know, all you of us. Stop it. Yeah, we us as journalists hate the cliches, but this game was just the the cliche of the Chiefs just lost the battle up front. They didn't stop the run. They didn't. They on the offense. They let's get the actual numbers here if we're if we're going to be uh, accurate. <laughs> Thirty six rushing yards, two point six yards a carry, and they didn't. They didn't protect Patrick Mahomes tonight. They he got sacked four times, and if there's any other quarterback standing back there tonight, he'd probably get sacked seven or eight times. Right. If not for his elusiveness on. It's hard to say that a quarterback's elusive when he gets sacked four times, but he was. He scrambled and tried to make plays tonight. Even so. on a bad ankle. Right. Um, he, he did. The, the, the Chiefs' only touchdown was a result. That we, uh, Herbie and I just looked it up on next-gen stats. Mahomes scrambled 40 yards on his touchdown <laughs> pass to, um, uh, to Byron Pringle. 20 and, yards backwards at one it point. It was amazing. Yeah. It, it was an amazing play, but that was, that was the only amazing play that the Chiefs had. That really, it was the only touchdown for the Chiefs tonight, and we are absolutely not used to seeing yeah. that kind of offensive performance from the Chiefs. Irby's right; they didn't. Not only did the Chiefs not stop the run, but they didn't run the ball as well. And on a night when Mahomes again threw for 300 plus yards, quietly, it was so quiet, yeah. really. But it, and it, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough, and there were some issues in the passing game as well. He he told us after the game that. Man coverage has now yeah. kind of befuddled this Chiefs uh, offense, not just this week, but last week against Detroit, and certainly in the first half of the AFC Championship game. Yeah, I, I mean, it's we're we're sensing a theme for what for what teams are trying to defend them, and it's man coverage. It's as simple as that, and it's because of the personnel that the Chiefs have, or rather, the personnel they don't have right now. Tyreek Hill's absence tonight was last week. I thought it was glaring. This week, way even more so. And not having Sammy Watkins on the field, and I mean, you talk about adding insult to injury. They, they were missing guy after every five minutes in the press box yeah. tonight. Yeah, we were getting an announcement on a guy <laughs> being out of the game all of a sudden. I've got the list. Um, so uh, Sammy Watkins was the first name that came up. He started the game, didn't finish the first series. No, so he was out of the game before the Chiefs had a second first down, and. Uh, and that just set the, that set the tone for that, and left the Chiefs with how many? What with four wide receivers? Four wide receivers, game, yeah, right? Four. 
Um, and then it was Anthony Hitchens with a groin. With Watkins, it was a, a, just an aggravation of his hamstring injury that caused him to miss some practice last week. Anthony Hitchens with a groin. Xavier Williams with an ankle. Chris Jones with a groin. I didn't see the Chris Jones injury. Did you guys see I that? I saw him either. limping off. I did not yeah. see there. Maybe maybe somebody out there saw. I didn't see the replay of, of what prompted that. But I, I did see him limping off, and but immediately to the locker room. And, and even though this was never announced, Andrew Wiley didn't finish the game either. Yeah. Um, so he was with a he had an ankle injury as well. And we're not including the play where Mahomes was stepped on by was it Irving? Irving. And it, he he called it stepped on. It was like taking it's almost like a, a middle infielder just getting spiked in the ankle <laughs> on that play. But yep. I did think it was interesting in the post game that he said the ankle was already hurting before that happened. Right. And it, I, if I remember yeah. correctly, that is the, the, the same ankle that, that he injured against Jacksonville because he, the phrasing he used was he re-aggravated it. Yep. Uh, so five guys didn't finish the game who you know started the game were a big part of this game. I mean, they got beat up tonight. Yep. I mean, they they got like I mean I think you used the phrase even though it's not really a phrase out physical. But they got beat up Football tonight. Football phrase. They got it beat is. up on the line tonight. It may not be a phrase, but when you say it, people know yeah. what, what you're talking about. Football. Football. <laughs> so, um, yeah, please send us your, your questions and comments like Jason Collinsworth, who, Collinsworth who, who says, slow starts in the last four games, worrisome. I agree. I mean, this is – Herbie, I know you've only been here for a couple of them, but um, in the previous – when the Chiefs – First possession, they lost the coin toss, so they got the ball first and drove down for a mm-hmm. field goal. And that was the first points they'd scored in the first quarter in the last yeah. month, right? You, since, said, since you said that and we had to look one. it up just because it sounded unbelievable right. when you said it. That's, that's remarkable that this offense, especially after the way the season started at Jacksonville, where in the third play Watkins is in the end zone yeah. um, on, on that uh, like 70-yard reception. And who's better at scripting plays than I mean, Andy Reid? That's supposed to be his thing, right? But the whole thing, when it comes down to execution, though, you can script all you want, but as long, if the players aren't executing, then you just have nothing. You know, to Blair's point earlier where he said that it seemed like they abandoned the run, and when, during this post-game press conference, Andy Reid said the reason why they did that was because he wanted to take advantage of the Colts' depleted secondary. They were down right. two starting safeties. Also, their stud linebacker, Darius Leonard, was out. But you got to execute there, but losing Sammy Watkins hurts. Yeah. And, and, you know, Sam hits the nail on the head here. What's really missing from this offense is that Tyreek Hill factor. Because now when you lose a guy like Watkins and Hill's already inactive, you're down to four wide receivers, who do you trust? You know, I think that's a lot, of, a lot of that comes down to the trust factor. Well, and that speaks to what Mahomes was talking about when, when teams play man defense. I, yeah. I think they feel confident playing Demarcus Robinson man, manned up and Byron Pringle a rookie manned up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Nicole yeah. Hardman, a, a rookie in, in man coverage. And, you know, Mahomes says we just, you know, Chiefs have to find a way to beat it. He's right. Because now they're going to, I think they're going to see it week after week. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, do that? I mean, Mahomes took some ownership of a couple of passes that he said he missed. But when the quarterback throws, I mean, what was it, almost 40 times tonight? Not all 40 passes are going to be on target. Quite simply, the, the receivers have to do a better job of, of beating their man. Especially, yeah. like you mentioned, Herbie, this was not their top secondary guys tonight. They, uh, they missing were missing their starting safeties. Yeah. I think they got another guy hurt during the game, too, right? A, 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 I can't remember whether it was one of the safeties filling in or a cornerback, but some of the secondary for the Colts went down, too. So this was not their top group. And I noticed Mahomes also said after the game the Colts did a lot of their damage rushing four. All, all rush. And, and oh. when, you, when you watched that game, I thought that was one of the things that stood out to me most is there weren't a lot of stunts and blitzes tonight. The Colts just 
with four on five, consistently beat the Chiefs up front. But they had one motivated one up front, didn't they? They yeah. sure did. Yeah, <laughs> Justin Houston was um, – I mean, our, Herbie actually covered Justin Houston. I mean, that, that's how long his yeah. tenure span is. Tenure span is <laughs> in Kansas City. Um, I remember when he was drafted, okay? You had, 20, you had 22 sacks, Justin Houston, didn't yes, you? I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. I, I thought we saw a little bit of that tonight because when he, when he left Kansas City – and. First of all, we, we should say, I mean, the move to release Justin Houston still was, still makes a lot of sense. It saved him $14 million against the cap, but you saw tonight that a guy that was certainly excited to play here, his family was in the stands. Yes. He said his son was torn up whenever the Chiefs released him, so he was happy to see him with a smile on his face after the game. Um, but even he acknowledged, he, he said, I, I can't lie. It, I was extra motivated. He actually compared it to, uh, when you break up with, with, when your girlfriend breaks up with you, oh boy! You see, when you're out with your new girlfriend, you want to show off. That's a, that's a good point. It, what did he do after he made that that stop late in the fourth quarter? He, he says that he doesn't remember what he said, but he knows he said a lot. Yeah, because and he, he looked at the chief sideline. He looked, to looked directly at the chief sideline. Side he, he was defiant. And, yeah, he was defiant. Like, yeah, yeah, that was me that made that play. I, I don't see how he could not have been just so emotionally wrapped up in this game. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think the sense was that he left Kansas. He didn't leave Kansas City on bad terms. It was a business decision. Strictly right, business. And he, I, and he basically, he, he basically acknowledged that, that he understood that as well. Hi guys. Hey Sam. Sam. Join you. Got your coffee. I do. Okay. Good. 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 Um, but yeah, he. I mean, he acknowledged as well that he he understood the business side of it, but that doesn't stop him from feeling it tonight. Like was, and his teammates said all week, he, he was the guy running the film room. Saying this is what they're going to do. No um, he was the guy giving the, the the speeches during practice, all practice, and and we saw the video that the Colts posted on their social media account that he gave the pregame speech tonight. Yeah, he was the he was the guy in the hype the yeah. hype huddle before yeah. the game. And but the Colts said that his leadership has been something that they really desperately needed in that locker room. And that was one other thing that Mahomes said that was pretty interesting uh, in his post game was. Justin Houston kind of uh, gave him those reins last year in, in this locker room in Kansas City. Yeah, I, th- that was interesting. I, um, but, of course, Mahomes is the most gracious person on the face sure. of the earth anyway. Yeah. So um, he's going to say something nice about everybody. Should we, that, should we acknowledge the fan that just, <laughs> that just <laughs> joined the set? What's <laughs> up, guys? We did. No, no, we, we made sure he had coffee. Yeah. <laughs> we, we did notice something. You know, the Chiefs certainly were aware of. Justin Houston early in the game. Cause I mean, you and I, we sit next to each other in the press box, and we made that comment. They're paying a lot of attention to him over there, double teams, chipping yep. him. So they were well aware of him. You know, uh, and they didn't pay a lot of attention to him. It was on a fourth and one. That yeah, was, that's, that's true. Unblocked. unblocked. <laughs> Somebody asked him in the, about, uh, which I, I guess maybe they didn't see the replay quite correctly because he was clearly unblocked, but somebody asked him about uh, beating Cam Irving on that play. And he said, well, actually, they just, they just left me free. Yeah. Um, and I guess they just didn't think I could make the play, and I did. Wow. (laughs) Well, let's talk about that play. I don't know if the Chiefs win the game or not uh, if they if they pick up that fourth and one. But it's fourth and one from the uh, the Chiefs thirty four. There's what five minutes about five minutes left in the game. Just over five, yeah. It's it's uh, it's a six point game. Chiefs have to get a touchdown. We saw Mahomes a week ago in Detroit lead the Chiefs down the field for a you know come from behind victory. I kind of had a feeling on the previous play. Was it to Pringle that picked up like 15 or 16 on, was, a, on yeah, a third was, and long? It was like 27, right? Yeah. Was it that long? And it was anyway, third it was third and 28, and he picked up 21. 27. Yep. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, they pick up 
you know, they'll, they'll find a way to get the first down here. And man, we're in for a buckle up because we're in for another fantastic finish. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or as Herbie calls it, blowing my lead in the, <laughs> on the screen, the blow up my lead on the screen. But, but then the play, a deep handoff to Damian Williams on fourth and one, and you've got the NFL MVP there. I, I, listen, it's a depleted receiving core. I just thought they could have come up with something a little more creative there. They had gone for a fourth and one earlier in the game, and Sherman picked it up barely, right? I don't know. You guys well, good with the play call? No, I would have put the ball. I mean, just for the reason you said, I mean, put the ball in the MVP's hand. We saw what he did last week when he was in sort of just make-a-play mode. He, he did. Um, I, I think it's hard not to not to have Patrick Mahomes involved in that play. Well, not just that. that yes, I co-sign all that stuff. But the second and 30, why are you just running? I felt yeah, like they wasted Damian Williams off to the, yeah. It wasn't well, just, to me, know. that that play was bizarre as much for the fact that it's going to prevent you from getting the first down as the fact that 40 seconds ran up the clock there. They were late getting yeah. out of that huddle, and they lost 40 seconds on that play. Yeah, and, and then on the um, third and 28, uh, the pass to Pringle, and there's a screenshot going around. Like screenshots in football are always misleading, yeah, but yeah. that well, should have been a first down. I, I agree with I that, and I actually made that argument post game. And um, somebody here actually made Sh- a good point. Wait which a second, should have been marked a first down. No, no, no. no. Should have. Oh. He, he had Kelsey oh. block, and he could have oh, gone see. on the outside. I, I think. Um, I will say on third and twenty-eight. How aware of you of where the sticks are, as much as you would be on a third and eight? Player. No, you wouldn't. But follow the blocker. You know, like it yeah. just. Yeah. I don't, you, yeah, you're not going to stretch out yeah. for the first down, but it just t- to not convert that is a problem. I mean, look, like, and and I'm talking about the second and thirty, and then the fourth and one, and I'm very much on team like they should run once for every nine throws or whatever, and that's probably too extreme. But you know, you just said it. Like, I mean, e- even I don't care that Watkins is hurt, Hill's hurt. You know, you got you got the MVP. You know, yes. you, you have the most electric. They, I, I think about it like this a lot, like. If you're playing defense against the Chiefs, like what are you hoping they do? Yeah, hand that. the ball off. Yes, that's exactly. Exactly what they did. Especially when the running game wasn't working tonight. That's why that 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 yeah. play there really surprised me. Fourth and one, Damian Williams. Like, what he had nine rushes for like twenty eight yards. Twenty three, like yeah. yeah. Twenty three, maybe. So I mean, you're averaging what, two points, whatever. Here two I go with six. math again. See, thank you for my math <laughs> colleagues here helping we me out. We were already over one. But you're not even. You, you if you can't get the ball going in the run game. I agree, put the ball in Patrick Mahomes' hand. You look for the guy that you know he has an instant chemistry with. Look for Kelsey. You know, put the ball in his hands. Yeah. Not, Let him make that decision. Not to take over uh, sort of player's hosting job, but I wonder what you guys thought about the fact that LaShawn McCoy and Darrell Williams didn't have a carry tonight. Now, McCoy fumbled the screen pass, but we didn't see yeah. them at all in the second half. Well, they, they, they didn't have many snaps, offensive snaps. In that's the right. Half yeah, that's right. There, there was a point, I think, into the fourth quarter when the Chiefs had had the ball for like three minutes after, yep. after halftime. Yep. Before the like, final possession. Yep. Yeah. Again, like, as, as extreme as I am on throw the ball as much as possible, don't run the ball, that was a little bit, that's a little much. But more than that, I feel like they can use their screen game 
in place of a traditional run game. And yes, they didn't do that much sure. at all tonight. Well, the McCoy they, they had the play, one. The, the McCoy play the was fumble. that play. Yep. But but then he, you know. Yeah. But they really didn't do it much other than that. I mean, no, maybe I can't. one or two others. I, but. I thought early when they tried a couple of kind of jet sweep type plays, they didn't work. Yeah. In fact, McCall Harbin lost oh, about six, six yards yeah. on one. I think it, Reed and the enemy just said, we're taking this out of the play, you know, out of the yeah. playbook tonight. It's just that has been such an, like, we've seen that even before Patrick. You know, when Alex Smith was here, mm-hmm. we saw the screens, you know, to sort of, you know, against a rush that's getting to you. I think about the Jacksonville game, and I can't remember exactly when it was, but they were getting near the goal line, and Jacksonville was just beating the hell out of Mahomes. And, you know, he had the yeah, ankle yeah. at that point, and then they ran the fullback screen, the old trusty fullback <laughs> screen to Sherman. I don't think he scored on that play, but he got a first down, they got close to the goal line, I think he ended up getting a touchdown on that drive. They're just, that didn't happen tonight, and I, I, don't, I don't know why. I think so much of what happened offensively for the Chiefs was because wide receivers couldn't get separation from man coverage. Sure, sure. And uh, and, and Robert, I think Nakel, if I'm pronouncing your last name right, Robert, wants to know why receivers weren't extending their routes, you know, after. Yeah. I, I think part of that is they're, 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 being, they're continuing to be covered. And unlike in Detroit last week, where Mahomes picks up the fourth and long and, and to keep that drive alive, all the backs are turned to him, which allowed him to pick up that fourth and long. He didn't. He was hobbling tonight. Yeah, he, yeah. Did, he didn't have the ability to take off and run. On, That's true. On the on the third and twenty eight to Pringle, the whole left side of the field was open for Mahomes, but he made sure to look for Pringle. It turns out to be a good play. I mean, yeah. Pringle almost picks up the first down, but the whole Colt side of the field was open for Mahomes, and he chose to throw it instead of run. Yeah. So I do think that both, you know, the fact that you had you know, Pringle, Hardman uh, as wide receivers, inexperienced guys yeah, in there tonight, down. and Mahomes being a little hobbly had something to do with, you know, their offensive production in the second half. Yeah. Absolutely. To me, you've got two ways to beat the defense that they saw the last two weeks and they're going to continue to see, which is one, against man-to-man, your man is just better than the other guy's man. But the other way is you protect. If you protect Mahomes because they're only rushing three or four guys every time, they're going to have to bring more pressure, and suddenly that defense isn't nearly as effective. They didn't do either one of those things tonight. And was it Robert that you just mentioned? That's a point that we talked about last week in Detroit, too. Those receivers have to extend and give Pat. Yeah, and and it's something they have done. In, in the past, in yeah. the past, before last have. week, yes. that's what that's what stuck out so much about last week. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought they did it again tonight. I think Pringle was extending yeah, pretty well, and Kelsey always does. Yeah, but it just mm. all everybody needs to be doing that. McCole Hardman, if he does that, when he learns how to do that, he's going to be incredibly dangerous. Right, right. I think with Mahomes, wide receivers have to remember: run your routes like it's a backyard football game. Yeah, you know, you run your assigned route, but after that, all bets are off. Yep. Start turning your back, turn around, make eye contact with your uh, quarterback, and take off. Yeah, because he, he's still developing it, obviously, with, with Hardman. But, you know, Demarcus Robinson, Kelsey especially, Tyreek, when he gets back, he has yep. that sort of chemistry with those guys. I, I think they can figure that out. Paul Eccles wants to know if the failure to stop the run is more of a scheme problem or poor execution. What did the players say? You talked to a lot of defensive guys after the game just about their lack of ability in stopping the run. A lot of them are saying it, it's more – execution you know they practice stopping the run they preach stopping the run I don't necessarily believe it's a scheme thing it's a matter of executing and 
Injuries certainly didn't help them tonight. You lose Chris Jones. You lose Xavier da- McDaniel. Yeah. Xavier Williams. Right. You lose uh, Anthony Hitchens. So there's three defensive players down there. You're already down Alex Okafor. And so when, you have, when you're hurting like that and then all of a sudden you get your backups in, it's execution. A lot of it's execution. Tyron Matthew had a pretty interesting quote after the game, though, about the fact that it's about your willingness to put your head in there and tackle. And... Execution. You wonder what he's referring to. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, and, and look, he had a good game. It's yeah, that maybe the first time we said game, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, the, with the interception, his first as <clears throat> first as a chief, and he had the the tackle for loss that held. Finally, <clears throat> made the Colts pass the ball on the first time on that drive in ten plays. Yeah. Yep. Like, going back to the, the the execution part, though, and 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 I think it's a legit concern. Some of the Chiefs players I spoke to say that this might be the blueprint, and, and because it's existing now. <clears throat> You know, once is a once is a fluke. Twice or more is a habit. The Chiefs have a habit of not being able to stop the run. Next week you got a Houston team that has Deshaun Watson and Carlos Hyde. Here we go with the revenge factor. You know, hey, Chiefs gave up on me. I'm going to show them what they're missing out on. Kind of like what Justin Houston did tonight. So you know, you got to hunker down here this, this coming week here and the rest of the year because other teams are watching. Well, um, I, I do. Tonight does kind of change a little bit about. Maybe how we look at the rest of the season. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. I wanted to, there's a couple more details about tonight's game, though. 11 penalties for 125 yeah. yards. 11 penalties for 120, including a nice little 53 just, yard penalty. Just accepted penalties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Um, the Colts came into the game one of the least penalized teams in the NFL. They had more than they wanted, but it was still like half of what the Chiefs ended up with. And as well as uh, Tyran Matthew probably played, you know, at least statistically played well. Richard Breland, not so much tonight. Uh, we, we've been singing his praises all season, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. Four penalties. That was a nightmare. Got, uh, I know at least once, uh, missed a tackle. Yeah. And, gosh, just just a bad night for him. I think Herbie talked to yeah, him. Yeah, I, I asked him about those penalties, and I said, have you ever had anything like this happen to you before? And his exact quote was, hell no. <laughs> it's never happened to him. This is a career first, but he, he believes that they are correctable. Once he looks back on the film, they're going to be correctable. I don't think you're going to see another four-penalty game from him. It's not just – and look, like, it's kind of a dumb thing to say, like, untimely penalties, right? Like, winter penalties, timely. But you, you mentioned the 53-yarder, the yeah. and then there was another one – um, those killers. The, those, those are such killers. Yeah. Such killers. <laughs> yeah. The Chiefs almost had one tonight, right, at the end, except yeah. it was offset by the, uh, uh, yeah. uh, the Ryan, Ryan Hunter, Hunter yeah. penalty. But there, there was also the play uh, where for about 90 seconds, Patrick Mahomes had his first interception of the season. Yeah, right. right? And, then, and then that play was ended with uh, Cam Irving, and I think Wiley was in on it, I think like an unnecessary roughness penalty where <laughs> it's, that's dumb. You know, just it's kind of a selfish play. Uh, but then, if if you don't have that penalty, once the interception gets overturned, it's fourth and two. You yes. probably go for it. Right. On the 30, yeah. From the thirty-seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, now yeah. it's fourth and seventeen. You can't go for that. You got to punt. And it's just little stuff like that. Damian Williams. It's not a penalty, but Damian Williams dropped that. Would have been a nice catch, but hit his hands on the on the first drive in yep. the back of the end zone. They just there's a lot yes. of like sloppy yeah. little you know stuff like that that went on tonight. And as you talk about this, I always think about things that I, I wanted to talk say earlier in the show. But that first that first possession that ended up in a field goal for the Chiefs, they had the ball at the nine. And two penalties took them out of the red zone. Had to kick the field goal. Yeah. You know, not only did you know Williams drop the ball that didn't drop it, but kind of went off his fingertips. You said if he had laid out, he would have caught that. Uh, and I agree with you. If he, but but anyway, he didn't catch it. 
And then I forget what the penalties were, but I think there were both offensive lineman penalties, um, a holding and a, and a false start, wasn't maybe it? Maybe a false start. Yeah. Put it back to the 24 and they had to kick. So the other thing that I thought about was, so the Chiefs get 10 points in their first two possessions. And you think, okay, you know, it's going to be you know Chiefs night, right? The next possessions after that, after the field goal touchdown, they go punt, fumble, punt, 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 downs. I, I can imagine Patrick Mahomes' offense has never had a stretch like that. Six. Six. Right? Yep. yep. And that, not including the end of half where right. they just took the knee. Six straight empty possessions. Not a missed field goal in there. You know, not a, mm-hmm. you know, just punts and a fumble. And that's, you know, that's illustrative of, you know, all the issues that they were having on the offensive side tonight. So somebody, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I didn't, uh, somebody wanted to know who, who played worse, defensive line or offensive line? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isn't it crazy to be to the this was the Colts issue for the last for the whole Peyton Manning era and most of the Andrew Luck era. In fact, when Andrew Luck retired, a lot of people said, Well, if you had ever improved the offensive line, then maybe Andrew Luck wouldn't be retiring now. And now the Colts offensive line came in here and just absolutely dominated the football game. They did, pushed the Chiefs all around. Jordan Tribe wants to know if anyone asked about the Kelsey B. Enemy encounter. Uh, I don't think two, so. Two yeah. people who did not talk did after not talk, the game. Right. Well, and B. Enemy never, you, you, sure. assistant coaches don't talk after the game, Jordan. We'll talk to B. Enemy on Wednesday about that. But Kelsey was in the locker room after the game, sitting in front of his locker, basically with a towel, or just basically with a towel on, and never turned around. Just sat there, you know, bumming the whole time. I know some teammates went over to, Console him a few times, but he was he was inconsolable. He just didn't want to talk to anybody he a, today. He had a tough night. I mean, even though they overturned that, so I mean, if you're a Chiefs fan, you're glad they're not fumbles. Both of those were catchable balls. Now the one he turns around super late, and we thought it was an amazing catch when it looked like a catch initially. But the second one, he absolutely has to come up with. And yes. looking at the sheet after the game. He leads the team in targets with ten, only four catches on those ten targets. And that's extremely unlike his ratio. Yeah. That's a, that's a very we were singing his praises last week in Detroit. He was one of the reliable guys. Mm-hmm. I think it was seven catches and eight targets, yeah. and, um, and and not this week. So I don't know. Um, all right, well let's so let's let's talk about how it might um, alter the way we look at this team the the rest of the way. And I don't you're a double digit favorite. You don't, and you're playing at home. At home, prime time. Yeah, prime, prime time. Yeah, you don't you don't I, lose. That's this sort one. of a question too. I mean, you had that stat before. There's two and five in prime in night games now. Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is two and five in prime time <laughs> games. Right? Um, isn't that interesting? Yeah. This was his first one this year, and how many games total has he has he lost a day game? No, he no. hasn't. He hasn't yeah. lost at a kickoff that has a, in Central Time noon or three. Yeah. But he has lost games that started seven <laughs> or later. Two and five. That's wild. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, I assume that doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Right? But like, you're like, man, that's really that's, weird. Yeah, the numbers, the numbers <laughs> yeah. are there yeah. to, to make an argument if you wanted to. Right. Um, but to me, the the biggest story now is they're one game behind the Patriots, and that's the race that Sam pointed out this week is that ever everyone, whether they want to acknowledge it or not, has to be following, and they're one game behind the Patriots now with a harder schedule than what the Patriots have, and they have to go to New England. Yeah. The, as long as you're within a game, you can you make can up win for that it game. because that that's worth a game and a half, yeah. right? Because you, you you get the tiebreaker. But they um, this is a problem that we we've known that we've talked about it 
every week that the run defense is a potential fatal flaw. Now we're seeing one on the other side too with this, you know, this idea of like man coverage and dressing it up a little bit. Sometimes you drop a yeah. safety, sometimes it's linebackers or whatever. You know, the Patriots, and look, they gave up 62 points in two second halves last year, but what, like a total of like three or 10 or something yeah. like that in the, in the first halves using sort of that same method. Their, their yeah. doubles went to Tyreek Hill. Don't have to worry about that now. That makes the job easier. That's, that's one thing I want to see, right? Like it's one thing to do this now. I want to see when the fastest guy in the NFL who has a great rapport with the quarterback, who yeah. is better at extending plays than virtually any other receiver, does that still work in that situation? But, you know, we talk about like blueprints, like you just mentioned. I mean, there's one, there's at least the sketch of one on both sides of the ball here. Why wouldn't you play that defense against them now? You have to, yeah. 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 And I, to me, if I'm a Chiefs fan, that, that's what worries me a little bit is the Chiefs had to know this was coming this week and they still put up 13. Because of what they did against Detroit last week, they had to know right. the Colts were going to do yeah. that again. The Colts played a similar defense in the playoffs last year too. So we all talked about it on Thursday at the Facebook Live. Those of us that, that came to Thursday's Facebook Live. Wow. Yep. But we all knew I saw that. you there. Wow. I saw you there. I saw you guys. My household goods were delivered. Okay, I'm getting settled in. Wow. But we, all, we all knew he it was coming. There. They, they, they put up 13 there. points. I love you too, partner. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, they're, they're one game behind the Patriots. They're only one game ahead of the Raiders. How about that? They do have the, they do have the tiebreaker over the Raiders, but yeah. what a crazy win for Raiders them. beat this team. <laughs> yes. In, 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 in Last week. Last week, the Raiders beat this team. So, anyway. Um, are you ready to say the Raiders are going to challenge? I don't know. Don't, don't go there. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what to say about this team now because I thought, Herbie, the last team that you covered before you went to New Orleans was the 2015 Chiefs, and they had that bad start. Remember, they won yes. their opening game one out of, of Houston, yeah. yep. and then they lost five in a row, and they got it fixed. The schedule got easier. They got it fixed and won 10 straight. But that five-game stretch was like, they were just terrible. And then two years ago, they went through that midseason just horrible slump where they, I keep bringing it up, they lost to the Jets, the Giants, the Bills. Just They were just terrible. I thought Patrick Mahomes would make them immune to those types of stretches. Well, we're going to see that now because Mahomes' team has never lost a game the way they lost tonight. Didn't mm -hmm. score, didn't play well. That's, is, it, is it the worst team he's ever lost to as well? Probably so. Well, every team he lost to last year made the playoffs, uh, right? Chargers, Seahawks, Patriots, Patriots, and, and then Rams. 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 They all yeah. made the playoffs. Yeah. Three of those five losses were to Super Bowl teams. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. that's right. pretty solid. Right. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I. Um, th this was, to me, that's what's troubling about this is they lost at home to a team that I just thought talent-wise, I don't care who was healthy and who wasn't, talent-wise. Hey, we got the Colts injury report this this week. It looked like a, you know, it looked like a telephone book. I mean, just that, yeah, it was a just lot of a lot of names on, on that yeah. thing. Um, so. um, and Andy Reid says something interesting about that too, about, um, I, I forgot what, what the question was, but basically like, could you not establish the run, something like that? And he basically said, like, they didn't have their safeties. We thought yep. we could kill them. Right. Know? I mean, he didn't say it like that, but right. that's basically. Take advantage. Uh, we thought we could take, take advantage, advantage of yeah. them, you know, with that. and then not at all. Did you guys notice uh, Tyreek Hill in warm-ups today? You know, yeah. He, he was he, on the sidelines. He, he, was, he was on the sidelines during the game, but he was running routes, mm -hmm. you know, with his T-shirt on, right? Everybody else is in uniform. He's in his T-shirt. I wonder if he'll be back next week. I do, too. I um Yes, that, that, that was my first thought. My second thought was, I wonder if 
they don't think the way that we do, right? <laughs> like, which is a good thing. But um, I'd rather wait a week too long than to put him sure. back, yeah. you know, a little too too early. I, I just wonder if it's got to protect that guy. It's, it's so <laughs> you're, funny you're how the narrative it. on him has changed. Because the first, like, what was a week, two, th- and, and three, you were like, is Tyreek maybe not as valuable? Trade him for as, a corner. That you thought? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's after Watkins had that, that big game, and yeah. then Robinson had right. the big game, and, and then Orange like, well, had the big interchangeable game. Interchangeable parts, right? <laughs> yeah. And now all of a sudden it's like, man, they need Tyreek Hill back. Jamison Hills, you're absolutely right. Protect the quarterback, always protect the quarterback. Yep. Jamison Hills is a smart guy. Smart dude. All right, I just g- like the way he started that with, you're always right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to end it on that. Um, uh, it's late. Everybody's got work or school tomorrow. Um, we do, too, at work. So thanks for joining us. Thanks to Big O Tires for sponsoring us. Thanks to Sam, Herbie, and Sam. And uh, make sure to read all the coverage in the Kansas City Star and on KansasCity.com, especially Vahe's column because he's still <laughs> writing it. So you know it's going to be good <laughs> and long. And, Beth, thank you very much for, uh, for producing this deal. And we will talk to you again Thursday from Big O Tires, I believe, in Kansas City. We'll talk to you then. Hey, it's Blair. Hey, we have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns we have to offer. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. For your convenience, your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50, unless you tell us to cancel. A lot of subscription services won't tell you that. They'll just sneak it on there. We just told you. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star. Please visit KansasCity.com slash SportsBeatKCOffer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening.